Hi, and welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Linderman. I'm an ADHD coach, and I'm passionate about supporting individuals impacted by ADHD and executive function skills that are challenging. That's my word for today. I started this podcast so I could share research and some tried and true practices along with my own experiences in the hope that they might make your life just a little bit more ADHD friendly. This is episode number 27, and it's the second in a series of three podcasts that I'm doing on what I call the big three executive function skills. And the big three are metacognition, which I talked about last week in episode 26, emotional control, which I'll be talking about today, and working memory, which I'll dive into in the next episode. But for today, I'm going to start with emotional control. So as I shared last week, there are 12 executive function skills recognized by the work done by Peg Dawson and Richard Guerre in their wonderful series of books, Smart But Scattered. Highly recommend them. I am focusing in the series on the big three and emotional control is my focus for today. And that is literally the ability to manage your emotions, to achieve goals, complete your tasks, or control and direct your behavior. My example when I teach executive functioning skills is a sport um, example. And it's, if you think about uh, a hockey goalie who plays for the NHL, if you've ever seen a goalie that lets in an easy goal and they always turn around and they, they get a drink from their water bottle. And I imagine that there's like a pause that that creates or something that they do when they turn and they get a drink of their water bottle. And it's like a little, regrounding, recentering. If they can do that in the moment and turn around and block the next shots on goal, they've literally maintained their emotional control. They were able to get their head back in the game and stay focused and grounded and able to use all of their executive functions to support their goal of blocking all of the shots that are coming at them. So I think that's a great example of maintaining emotional control. But if you take that same goalie playing for the NHL and they let in an easy goal and they get frustrated, turn around, they might drink their water, but they're not pausing in that moment to stay centered. They're in their head, maybe judging themselves, um, maybe some negative self-talk, some dysregulation. Maybe it was a player that they promised themselves, you know, that they scored on them last game and they're not going to let them score again, whatever it is, whatever that, that thought process was, it literally is getting in the way of breathing and staying grounded and in that space of not getting emotionally dysregulated. And so that goalie might look the same in the moment, turn around, take the drink of water, come back and look like they're ready for the game to resume, but they're still in their head and they're not access accessing all of the other executive function skills. So when the next shots come at them, they're really not fully there and present in the moment, and they let another goal in. And they might even let in two more goals and maybe even end up getting pulled out of the game because they weren't able to recenter themselves in the moment and access that ability to control their emotions so they can be fully present and focused and able to perform the way that they intend to. So I just wanted to highlight that because I just find if I can pull up a visual in my mind of what it looks like, it helps me to understand Oh, okay. I get that. Yeah. That looks like this for me. I'm not an NHL hockey goalie, but I can totally resonate with, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There are times where I'll get dysregulated and maybe 
it looks on the outside, like think of a, a duck in the water that's just kind of, you know, looking all calm, swimming along, but underneath, you know, just chug, 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 chugging where you may not see it, but inside I am totally dysregulated. And sometimes that can show up outside too. Maybe we get frustrated and yell or slam a door or something like that. Um, when we, when we become emotionally dysregulated, we've literally lost our ability to control our emotions. And the reason that that ends up impacting all of your other executive function skills is because it literally puts you in that, that fight or flight. You've lost the ability to access. It's like the first domino that knocks down the other 11 dominoes. It's why it's one of the big three. You can't access the others if this one isn't strong enough to support you in the moment. So having a way to ground yourself in those times where you can be emotionally triggered is key. And so I'm just going to share a personal example now. Two areas that I struggle with around maintaining my emotional control are technology challenges are a very common trigger for me. And also heat. I don't tolerate being hot well. So if I'm outside and it's hot outside, it takes a lot of my energy to tolerate it. So I tend to um, be more, more easily irritable and might get a little bit more um, agitated. If somebody asks me a question or something doesn't go well, and I'm already dealing with the heat. So anything else on top of that might create an environment where I'm more likely to become emotionally dysregulated. Um, my family and I all love going to Disney world and my kids would be perfectly willing to go in the summertime. And my, my standard response is you couldn't push me in Disney world for free in the summertime because I can't tolerate the heat. I would be miserable. Even though I love being there, I'd be miserable if I was hot and I don't care how much I love it in general. If I'm hot, it will take the joy away from me and I'm not able to control my emotions enough over time while I'm hot to enjoy it. So I know that that's not an environment I would set myself up to be in because I just know myself well enough that metacognition I talked about last episode, that that's a no-go for me. So knowing what your triggers are, knowing how to support them and planning in advance when there might be an environment, say a family gathering, if, if there's something that could be triggering in that for you, thinking about it in advance and planning for what you'll do to support your emotional control so that you are directing your behavior and reaching your goals. And a quick strategy for that, that I want to share is how do you create space to breathe? Me, I have a mantra that I go to, if I'm feeling myself starting to get tense, starting to feel myself noticing those telltale signs that I have that tell me I'm getting a little bit more dysregulated. Catching it in the beginning is key because we tend to go from zero to 60 in a split second. So noticing it and literally breathing, I, I will notice that I actually hold my breath when I start becoming dysregulated. And that's an immediate signal to me that, oh, wait, I'm holding my breath. I need to breathe. So literally taking a second, literally a beat and breathing, it gives my brain the oxygen that's required in order to function. So I can tap into those executive functions and it allows me to then decide, is there something I need to do right now to better support myself? So creating space, taking a breath so we can access our breaks, literally slow it down. So you can have a chance to observe what could I do right now to support myself? It might be 
walking away, being like, I'm going to run to the restroom. I'll be back in a minute, just so I can step away from a situation and breathe so I can come back and direct my intention towards what I'd like to have happen instead of respond emotionally because I've become dysregulated. So like I talked about in the previous episode of metacognition, I'm just doing a really high overview here. just want to give you a, a, a sense of what the big three executive function skills are and a couple of examples, as well as some strategies just to experiment with, to see what would support you to build up or put some scaffolding around your executive function of emotional control that would better support you in the moment. So that's all for this podcast. Just wanted to, again, highlight the second of the big three, which um, is emotional control. And next week, I'll talk about the third and my favorite of the big three, which is working memory. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, ADHD Friendly Podcast, or follow me where you listen to this podcast. I really do appreciate your time, your focus, and your attention. And Hope to see you in my next episode when I dive into working memory. Until then, tally ho.